and welcome to the Pincher Magic podcast and a special hello to the Belfast Coven who have inspired today's topic along with tomorrow's new moon. So I want to talk about the moon phases and just a reminder that when we did Magical Summer School, class four was about sacred rhythm. So I go into much more detail about working with the moon cycles and the sun cycles and all of the rhythms around us. So if you want to dive deeper into that, go into the show notes. I'll link it in the comments. It's free to access. It's just um, in our magical community. So the moon. I'm sure by now you're very much aware of the moon and how it can impact you. So the first time I really consciously became aware of this was I was sat at an anti-social behaviour conference. Yes, in a previous life, I used to manage um, community housing. And where I was, there was quite a lot of antisocial behaviour. So I was on this conference learning how to manage communities better, make them safer, etc. So it was, you know, quite interesting and a little bit stale. And then this, I can't remember his rank, but he was very high up in the Brighton police force. And he came on stage and started talking about the full moon and how they um, set their rotors according to the full moon. Their antisocial behaviour team, they would put more police officers on the ground during a full moon. And you can imagine, you've got all these professionals sat in this auditorium and they're looking at each other going, is this person for real? And then he explained it and he showed all the data and there was this real correlation. And then actually when people got over the initial laughter, it was like people started thinking about it and I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. I used to work with, let's politely say, um, mischievous children. And every time it was a full moon, something extra mischievous would happen. Sometimes the children would end up on the roof. There would always be arguments, tears, emotions heightened at the full moon. And it was always like said as a bit of a joke. But actually, behind that joke, people really understood this. A friend of mine, she works in mental health. And the only time she's ever been attacked by one of her clients was during a full moon. And then that kind of got me thinking back to when I was, when I grew up in Cornwall, a very small fishing village. And I was thinking, oh yeah, of course, I know the tides, sorry, the moon is affected by the tide because twice a year, um, spring tide and the neap tide, it's like if there was a, when there was a full moon, that's when my hometown flooded and it like often flooded twice a year, particularly if the wind was there too. And you'd see the fishermen pushing their boats back into the river because the river would burst, you know, and the boats would come up onto the quayside, which was okay until the water receded again. And then the boats would remain on the quayside. So they'd be there pushing their boats back in the river. And I was like, oh, I've always been influenced by this. And then I remember once my mum um, telling me, that um, when we lived in Cornwall, we owned, we owned like bars and restaurants in there. And my mum saying, always at a full moon, there were like, she could name a handful of people that she said, this is where the word lunatic comes from, Rebecca, because they would be playing skittles with bar stools. The behaviour would just be different. You know, not violent, but just a little bit different from usual. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I'm sure if you think about these anecdotes too, you probably notice 
the full moon energy, bringing out that heightened state of awareness. And, you know, depending on whether you pay attention to this, you might not notice. But, you know, if you talk to people in a hospital, they'll tell you there's often more births during a full moon or there's more accidents during a full moon. And so the... When I started putting all these pieces together, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, we really are influenced by more than what we can see. Yes, I could see the tides when I was younger and I kind of knew that if it was a full moon, you know, we were going to be risk of more flooding. But it's like allowing us to really look deeper, to look deeper at how the rhythms around us impact us. Now, When we look at the moon cycles, it really is that first natural calendar that we would have had before like clocks and timepieces. And it just gives us that natural rhythm to life. In uh, summer school, in the sacred rhythms class, I talk about how those cycles also, we have those cycles in us too, particularly if we have a menstrual cycle. I'm not going to talk about that today, but if you are interested in that, like I say, I'll put the show notes, the link will be in the show notes. So tomorrow is the new moon. This seems like a perfect time to start talking about the new moon. I love working with the moon phases in particular because it's it's a really great way of setting our intentions, taking action, celebrating our action, reviewing our action and starting again. Instead of waiting for the new year, instead of waiting for your birthday, instead of waiting for that significant time, We can just every 28 days, every 30 days, well, between 28 and 30 days, we get a chance to start again. We get a chance to check in with ourselves. It brings great momentum, if I may. It brings great momentum through our life. It's really great to align our self-care with these areas. Um, One, because it naturally fits in with that energy. And two, because it makes sure we're looking after all aspects of our self-care. Today, we'll look at physical self-care, mental self-care, social self-care and emotional self-care. And all of these, when we can look at all of those areas of our life, they make it much richer and more nourishing experience for us. And then also, it's just really good to check in to notice how you feel. You know, I talk about having that sacred pause. When we check in with the moon, we can just take that moment to go, oh, yeah, how am I feeling today? And sometimes that is enough just to go, oh, yeah, how am I feeling today? So let's start with the new moon. Now, like I apologise in advance because I am likely to want to go off and keep talking about like how our inner cycles correlate with the outer cycles. But I, I, like I said, I don't want to do that today because I just want to focus on the moon cycle. But as within, so without, etc. Tomorrow is the new moon. I want you just to notice how you feel archetypally well in fact all of this I'm going to talk in like archetypally this is the energy of the the moon phase you may or may not experience the moon that way I want to give you the archetypal energy of the moon phase so you have a moment to check in and say is this how I'm feeling right now if it is brilliant listen to all the anecdotes I give you the ways to use the energy and embrace it If you're like, actually, no, Rebecca, that's not how I feel right now. Brilliant. Notice how you do feel and choose the activity that aligns with it. What is most important is that you give yourself a moment to stop and check in with yourself. 
Because like I said, we're looking at the moon phases. You also have, if you have a menstrual cycle, that menstrual cycle will be having an impact too. So just as uh, one piece of this, the new moon corresponds to the actual bleeding of your menstrual cycle. And so if you are in the new moon, but you're ovulating, you might have a very different energy going on because ovulation relates to the full moon and the, you know, the most power of your physical body. So if you're experiencing that on the new moon, you might not be feeling the new moon archetypal energy or feeling like needing to rest and move inwards. Okay, so we've always got different rhythms at work. But what's really nice about the lunar calendar is that on the full moon, on the waning moon, on the full moon, sorry, did I say we'll start with the new moon? New moon, (laughs) waxing moon, full moon and waning moon. It just gives us like once a week to check in with ourselves, to notice how we are feeling. And that allows us to notice our own natural rhythm. So how we move through the world. It allows us to structure our calendar, our work, our creativity, our intuition, our action and our rest, along with some rhythm. You may find your rhythm naturally aligns with the moon cycle. You may find that it aligns with something slightly different. But what's important is you find out what your own rhythm is. Okay, so let's start again with the new moon. So just notice how you're feeling right now. If you're listening to this on, I'm recording this on the 26th of August. Tomorrow, the Saturday is the new moon. Notice how you feel. Typically, or archetypally, the new moon is a time of the lowest energy of the moon cycle. If you look to the sky tonight, you won't actually see the moon reflected back to us. It's a time when we typically set intentions with the new moon. Well, some people do it today, some people might do it in a couple of days' time, but we take this time right now to rest, to dream to tap into our intuition. It's a great time for journaling, to getting your favourite tools of divination now and asking those deep questions. What is it you're doing? What are you focusing on? What is it your biggest dream and desire right now? It's not a time for taking bold action. It's a time to rest, to be nourished, just to allow yourself to step into the darkness. One of my favourite things to do is get your room as dark as possible. Put like um, I don't know, noise cancelling headphones, earbuds in, anything just to cancel out the noise and little eye mask on and wrap myself up in a blanket or a duvet and just surrender into the darkness, that deepest, deepest, most nourishing rest. It's a time, as you may imagine, of looking after your physical self. So that might mean exercising, stretching, you know, foods that feel really nourishing to you it might mean going to bed early. It means rest. The, you know, you might want to do some dream magic during this phase of the moon cycle. And that might look like getting a notepad and pen before you go to bed, having setting that intention to remember your dreams and then noticing what you dream the next morning. It might mean like journaling in like quite a dim light and just really tapping into the energy of turning inwards. The energy becomes very introverted this is that new moon energy. I like to think of this energy 
all of this as a cycle of growth, which is you know basically what we see in the sky. So right now we're setting the seeds of our intentions. We're allowing ourselves to rest. We're asking ourselves, what is it we want? How is it we want to show up in the world over the next month, the next lunar calendar? What is it I want to be focusing on? And so we give ourselves that time to rest. It's like that energy of winter. When you look around and the fields, there's nothing really going on they look empty but actually all of the nourishment all of the growth all of the every all the roots are like cracking beneath the soil ready to step into the energy of spring which then correlate correlates with that waning moon energy sorry the wa- <laughs> i always get the waxing the waning the wrong way around we go from the new moon into waxing energy waxing waxing the energy of growth um as we step into that energy of growth, into that spring action, it's very much that time to take big, bold action. The energy is growing. You know what your intention is. You're clear on that action. Now it's time to take that bold action, to take that movement to move forward. It's a really good time for things like, you know, fire and candle magic, something that we're adding the energy to, to work with like orange stones like carnelian or um, citrine, the yellow stones, just to add that energy, that warmth, that, you know, that extra oomph to anything you're going to do. If you ever got to have like a difficult conversation or if there's anything that you need to start and you just need that extra momentum during the waxing moon is the perfect time to do it. Also often referred to as like the first quarter moon, that energy of growth. During this time, It's very much about mental self-care because it's a time of growth. It's a time of expansion. It's a time of learning new things. It's a time of connecting with other people. It's a great time to um, research things, to, you know, um, listen to new podcasts, get new ideas, stretch your beliefs. Do you still believe those things? Are they still yours? Is it, have you outgrown those things? Anything that puts you into stretching your comfort zone, stretching your growth, stretching your beliefs, this is the time to do it because it's bold, it's courageous. It's like, yes, we're doing this. And it gives you that, that, that energy of action, which then leads us up into the full moon energy. So this is very much about, I always think of the full moon as a spotlight. It's very good at shining a spotlight on us. Some people love the energy of the full moon. For some people, it's just way too much. So people love to have like parties on the full moon. And, you know, from a traditional point of view, when you know, before streetlights, having a party on the full moon made sense because people could actually see. <laughs> if you're doing it on the new moon, you might be tripping over the hedges. So people often say, oh, the full moon is about releasing. And other people say, no, the full moon is about celebrating. I actually think it's about both. I think the more you celebrate yourself, the more you become, in my favourite phrase, full of yourself in a really healthy, delicious way. What it does is it naturally helps you to release those things that aren't you because it pushes them out to the side. It pushes them out and stops them. Um, you know, the more you become full it's kind of like if you had um a cup of like dirty water and you kept dripping clean water into it eventually that water is going to become slightly cleaner it's going to get cleaner and cleaner and cleaner until it's fairly clean 
And that's the same with you. The more you can keep connecting into yourself, the more you can keep reminding yourself who you are, the more you keep coming back to your own centre, the more you're going to push out the limiting beliefs, the beliefs that aren't even yours, the doubts, the insecurities, because you come back to your own truth, that your own truth radiates. So we have that full moon energy. And on the new moon and on the full moon, are times when I really pay attention to what zodiac sign the new moon and the full moon are moving through because they give us additional, you know, for want of a better phrase, flavours of, of that moon cycle. And I'll talk about that again in a minute. But the reason I bring it up with the full moon in particular is because when that full moon shines with that lens, that flavour of that zodiac sign, it can really highlight what is too much for somebody. So, for example, um, I don't know, we're in Virgo new moon tomorrow, but let's pretend it was the Virgo full moon. What it would do, Virgo represents um, detail, habits, health. It can be quite pernickety about things. It wants everything in its place. If that was a full moon and you weren't overly (laughs) organised... it would start to highlight highlight that for you and you'd feel a bit disorganised, things would be feeling a bit much. If you were very organised and that full moon was there, maybe you would love it. Maybe it would help you put all your systems in place or maybe it would show you where everyone else was disorganised and everyone else's disorganisation was just driving you crazy. So whilst we have those, you know, these very clear moon phases they also come with an added lens of the zodiac energy that is not important right now. The four phases are most important, but I do think it's interesting at the new moon when we set our intentions, like for, t- for again, for tomorrow, it's the energy of Virgo. So you might want to use that additional energy of Virgo to bring in systems that are going to help you create your intentions. You might want to get really good habits in place that is going to give you the stepping stones to get to where you want to go. So we can really beautifully use that energy. But equally at the new, uh, sorry, at the full moon, it can really highlight where something is not not working well in our life. So like I say, the full moon for some people, they're like, yes, let's party. And for other people, they're like, oh my God, turn that light down, will you? And so then that brings us into the waning moon as we go back towards the new moon. Now, this is my favourite stage of the moon cycle. It gets a bit of a bad rap sometimes because it's when people can be the most emotional. And I often call it like the PMS, the PMT of the moon phase, because just like if you had PMS or PMT, things become too much, but they're not really, you know, maybe people have said things like to you in the past, if you've ever had a menstrual cycle, oh my goodness, God, are you on, you're on your period. And it just means that maybe you seem a little bit more grouchy or on edge. But actually what's happened is in that part of the moon phase or your menstrual cycle is you suddenly notice what's working for you and what's not. It's a really good time to look at um, reviewing and releasing. So what's working for you in your life right now and what isn't? What's aligned with you, your values, your your boundaries, your like truth and what isn't? Because all of the things that aren't are going to come to light. They're going to be highlighted and that can make you really quite cranky. And so <laughs> that's why it gets a bad rap. 
But actually, it's a really, really great time to have a look at your life. What needs releasing? What's working? What are you carrying forward into the next moon cycle? What isn't working? And that might be an intention. Maybe that intention you've done, you thought it was a great intention, but actually it was just the wrong intention for you at that time, or you thought it was a good intention, but you realised it wasn't yours. It's what you thought you should be doing. Maybe it's about actions. Maybe it's about friendships. Maybe it's about anything in your life. It's like, what is it that you're being called to focus on? And just ask yourself, what's working? What am I carrying forward? What aren't I carrying forward? So it's a really good time to do any kind of releasing magic, whether you're writing and journaling and then burning the paper, whether you're you know, singing and drumming and shouting, (laughs) crying and laughing. It's like release, 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 because during that time, we're looking at the energy of emotional self-care. How can you look after your emotions? What emotions need to be expressed, need to be honoured, need to be released? You know, one of the big emotions is anger. I've done whole podcasts on the on the energy of anger and how that's sacred and how we can make how we can use that. Um, So what is it that needs to be released? Be gentle with yourself during that time and just observe. Perhaps don't make any rash decisions. I I often joke about this. Oh, my pretend husband. (laughs) He like you could I always knew when it was I was coming up to my own menstrual cycle because for one day he chewed too loudly. It's like I could hear him like I swear to God I could probably hear him chewing across the road and it would drive my ears crazy because my ears are you know I'm very auditory sensitive anyway and I'd be like oh my god and I wouldn't I didn't never said anything because I was like you know I, I knew if I'd said anything he'd like suck his food forevermore and I was just like look if it still irritates me tomorrow I will say something. But guess what? It never, ever did because it was never about his chewing. (laughs) It was about me and being more sensitive at that time. So maybe no rash decisions immediately, but just say to yourself, okay, if this is still an issue, unless it's like an an immediate violation of your boundary, obviously that's very different. But if it's something that's just annoying you, like low level, low grade annoyance, just ask yourself, or rather say to yourself, if this is still going to annoy me in like two days time, I'm going to say something, but maybe just take a breath just during that moment. (laughs) So these are really good ways to use the moon cycle. So we've got, just as a reminder, we've got the new moon, which is when we want to look after our physical self-care, when we want to do things like dream magics, journaling, setting your intentions. And that's the energy that you're going to move through for the rest of the month. We then have the waxing moon, which is that energy of growth, of action. We're looking after our mental self-care right then because we are growing. We are pushing out of our boundaries. During that stage, you might want to have a look at fire magic, um, candle magic, working with like... um, I keep seeing keep seeing carnelians come through. <laughs> it's like yes, carnelian energy, that, that fire energy of growth, of action. Then we come into the full moon energy, that time to celebrate yourself. You might want to try some um, anything that feels like celebratory or glamour magic. It's looking after your social self to make sure that, you know, you are connecting with other people in a way that feels good and healthy to you. Whether you're introverted or extroverted, it doesn't matter, but that you know that you have your support team around you, whether that's one person or whether that's hundreds, it doesn't matter. 
But during the full moon is a time to connect with that energy of social self-care. And then with the waning moon, that's your review and release um, energy when we're looking at any kind of releasing magic and looking after our emotional self-care. Um so yeah, I think I think that's what I want to say about the moon phases. But once you start working with the moon phases, it's really interesting just to notice your own energy. Yes, those are the way we can traditionally work with the moon phases. But like I said, um, you might not feel aligned with that energy for a whole host of other reasons. But just check in with yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel right now? Like I say, if you're listening to this when it goes out, this is the new moon energy. I always think of like the new moon and the full moon. Two or three days before the new moon, the day of the new moon and two or two or three days afterwards. So you've got, you've got like a good five or six days there to really connect in with that energy. So we go from that new moon into the waxing energy and notice whether you do feel into that energy of growth. And one of the things, to be honest, one of the things that had the biggest impact on my on my life um, of like getting to know myself, bearing in mind I've been in like the personal development, personal growth world from about the age of like 15 or 16 but when I, I, wanted, I wanted to learn more about myself, how I worked, you know, like my own rhythms and things like that. But it wasn't until I started charting my energy, which I was checking in with the moon phases, that I suddenly really got a grip on my own like creative style, my own manifesting style. And instead of thinking that I had to be on constantly, like always on, always creating, always producing, always, always, always. I suddenly realised like, oh my goodness, the whole moon cycle is a time of growth and production and then rest, (laughs) releasing and resting. And if you think about it, we've got the waning moon and the full moon, which is which is like a go, 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 produce, produce, celebrate, create energy. And then we've got the waning moon and the new moon, which is like slow down and rest. Because when we slow down and rest, it gives us the energy and stamina to keep going again. When we slow down and rest, it gives us the time for all of our ideas and creative insights to catch up with us. There's a reason most people have their best ideas when they're in the shower. There's a reason people have the most ideas when they're on holiday, because they have stopped, even if it's just for a moment in the shower. It's like, oh, yes, I had my best ideas when I was just like driving. And it was like, you're concentrating, but you're not having to be like, doing 50 things at once. Well, hopefully you shouldn't be. And that drop of insight comes in. In fact, I had one of my best ever ideas that's lasted my entire like (laughs) magical career um, when I was driving. And it's just like, oh my God, there it is. And I was like, oh, crikey, I can't write it down because I was on a motorway. So I had to keep chanting it to myself until I got to get to somewhere safe and suitable to do that. And so the, the resting part, the moon phase, reminds us that the rest is as important as the creation. Our society really values production, 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 production. And we put our value on what we can produce. But actually, we're not designed to be on all the time. It's why we have so much burnout. It's why we have so much many people feeling unfulfilled and frustrated. It's why we have so many people feeling like they're failures because they're not constantly producing. But you are not a machine, okay? You are not a machine. You are not supposed to go, 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 go. 
We have the moon phases telling us to rest. We have day and night telling us to rest. We have the seasons telling us to rest. Everything has a period of growth. It has a period of celebration and blooming. It has a period of reviewing, which would look like autumn. It has a period of rest, which looks like winter. Then it has a period of like slowly getting going again, which looks like spring. And then it's like, go, 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 which is summer. And I'm sure you can see how those seasons fit into the moon phase too. Um, That's why they call it like um, four, uh, four seasons in a month, four seasons in four weeks. Because we go through those seasons, we go through those cycles in a much more um, condensed energy. But we need to rest. And I think when we work with the moon cycles, we start to notice in our own energy, oh yeah, this part of the moon cycle, I feel really ready to go. And this part of the moon cycle, I need to slow down and rest. So what that allows us to do is to start looking at the way that we um, schedule our life and start going, have you ever said oh my god I'd love to come to that party and in that moment you absolutely believed you wanted to go to that party and then the day of the party or the day before you're like oh my god why did I say yes I'm exhausted how can I get out of this oh but I can't get out of it because that would be rude so maybe you come up with a lie or maybe you go and feel quite resentful not a great way to live your life Whereas when you're when you start to notice how you this the your own cycles the moon cycles impact you, when someone asks you to do something, you can check your calendars and be like, oh, I'd really love to, but I can't then. Or if someone asks you and you're like, yes, I would love that, and you know that your energy is going to be the highest and that's going to be amazing, and equally. At work, I mean, you might not be able to go, oh, it's the new moon. I can't come into work for a few days. But what you can do is try and make sure there are no like big presentations that are due or any deadlines that are due during that moon phase. Or if there is, you support yourself the best you can. So supporting yourself might look like making sure you go to bed early, making, you know, getting like takeouts you don't have to like cook it might mean like not taking on anything additional and just doing what you know you have to do whereas when it's like the waxing moon and the full moon doing the presentation and going for drinks after work or you know going to that party you're going to have the stamina to do that so working with the moon phase not only is it great for your magic but not is it only great for your self-care it's also great for your calendar and the way that you help to manage your life um now these are not hard and fast rules these are just ways i'm suggesting for you just to explore to have a look at your life being more than just go 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 and then feeling guilty for stopping the resting is as important as the action there is nothing in like the natural order of life that says you have to go 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 everything goes through that phase of darkness into growth, into blooming and celebration, into reviewing and releasing. Even our breath, we breathe in, there's a pause, we exhale. We don't always notice the pause, but it's there. Okay, so I would love for you to come over into our community, share your favourite moon stories. Perhaps, you know, I started off sharing about all of those ways that I started noticing how the like particularly the full moon affects us perhaps you work in the industry and you're like oh my god I see that all the time or perhaps you've noticed it in yourself maybe you've noticed it when your children can't sleep a friend of mine's like Rebecca is it a full moon the kids aren't sleeping and I'll be like yep 
two days time <laughs> and the kids know <laughs> these are only babies but suddenly she's like I'm not sleeping and I'm like mm, that'll be the children so come and share with us what your favorite experience of the moon was how you use the moon cycles or what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode so thank you for joining me and I will speak to you again very soon <laughs>